Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, like the transitions, everything's good until it's not, yes. <laughs> you know? And then when it's not, it's like, Hi folks, we are here with Naomi Geidel and I reached out on a different group called Redefining Wealth and I was just asking for expats who want to share their experience about living abroad and Naomi was one of the persons who is willing to talk about her experience and it's great because Naomi is a life coach. She coaches people on transitioning to diff- through different you know life stages and I think it would be great for us to speak to her today because we can talk about transitioning as an expat which is you know regular for us when we're traveling so thank you for being here Naomi and please let us know more about you yeah thanks for having me um it's always fun to talk about our experiences so Thanks for allowing that platform. So yeah, I'm Naomi Geidel and I grew up in uh, Colorado for the most part with the beautiful Rocky Mountains. And um, and then I've also lived um, in Japan, Indonesia, and now I'm in Thailand. Yeah, so that's kind of the different places I've lived so far. I mean, in a few different states in the US. So a lot of different cultures you know, everywhere. So I'm in Bangkok, Thailand, um, and I've been here about a year and a half, still navigating the huge city. Yeah, so where I grew up, it wasn't, I mean, it's growing, but you know, like Mm -hmm. not small town, but mid-sized town, you know, no real high rises, and now I'm surrounded by them. I don't mind the city life. Sometimes I get tired of it just because I love nature. Um, and so that's why vacations are good because you just get out of the city, get refreshed being in nature. And, you know, Thailand has lots of beautiful places to travel to up north and all the beaches and islands. Thailand is on my bucket list. I want to go. Oh man, I've just seen so many videos and pictures and it's just something I would like to experience. So it's great that you're there right now. Yeah, I recommend it. And why did you move to Bangkok or why did you originally move from your home? Um, so this time I was like, I'm in a career transition. So I've been in education for my whole career and mm-hmm. now moving out of that, I really was praying for a job that would give me the time and energy and the income to kind of build that, um, you know, this new career as a life coach and transition coach and so Mm -hmm. praying and just like my other two moves a friend mentioned why don't you check you know Bangkok and Mm -hmm. so you know just getting online looking for jobs and you know this one came out so um it wasn't right when you're praying for a job I was thinking in the states but (laughs) it wasn't so um just kind of have to go with it and i had traveled through bangkok and different places in thailand on my way home from living in jakarta Mm -hmm. indonesia and so i knew i liked the city you know and during that time i was like oh maybe i could live here and so that kind of eased some of the stress of moving over here Mm -hmm. and this is the first place i've moved where i actually have two friends 
um, that I worked with in Jakarta, like my other two moves, I knew nobody. Mm -hmm. And so just even that, you know, yeah, was nice. It was a good change, I guess. Yes. Having a connection there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, yeah, but each transition has been different. Um, Like when I moved to Japan, I was in my late 20s and that was exciting, Mm -hmm. you know, so everything was new and, you know, like just that age, you're just more free to try things and experience Mm -hmm. things. And then I moved to Jakarta and lived there three years and that was in my late 30s. So again, new experiences and really had an enjoyable time. Mm-hmm. And now here in Bangkok, it, it's a different experience altogether, still new and exciting. Yes. But it's, I mean, three, even though they're all in Southeast Asia, they're all different cultures. And so getting to know each of them mm-hmm. has been interesting. You've had many transitions in your life. So you are definitely able to talk to us about transitioning as a traveler or an expat. So what advice would you give to fellow expats about transitioning through life and through these stages? You just got to be flexible. I mean, even without the travel piece and without learning a new culture, we're always in a transition, right? We're at the beginning of one, in the middle of one, or at the end of one. And so, you know, we need to release you know we want that control and stuff but sometimes transitions we don't have control and so just kind of releasing that and going with it and seeing it as an adventure and i think you know if you are an expat and you are traveling you do have that adventurous spirit Mm -hmm. and so i think taking that to other areas of life are going to help Mm -hmm. um because i mean moving to a new even state, right? Or, Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely a new country. You're traveling over a sea. You're leaving everything you know behind. Yes. And so you're going to face times when it just doesn't make sense, right? You like, (laughs) oh, you thought it would be like this. And, you know, Mm. it's so exciting. But then you come across, you know, something and you're like, that doesn't work, you know? (laughs) I mean, we've all experienced that. Like, it could be the simple thing as food or Mm -hmm. finding a simple thing at the grocery store and you can't, you know? It's like all those little things. And so Mm -hmm. just staying flexible and open to the lessons that you are learning along the way, Mm -hmm. I think, help in that transition. Um, And so that's what I found anyway. Like, I can't... I can have expectations, but not be so, like I can't have my fist around them so tight that I can't just let it flow and see what happens. And so um, I think just going with open hands and an open heart to see what's gonna unfold. Mm -hmm. And usually it's way better than we could ever imagine ourselves. True. Sometimes not. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, you mm-hmm. know, and so there's a season where you have to work through that. But hopefully once you get through that, then you will see, okay, this is what I've learned. This is what I experienced. This is how I grew, you know, from it all. And so um, I think I think traveling helps you do that a lot just because it's forcing you into the discomfort. Exactly. (laughs) Whereas, you know, if you're in your home culture, 
it's maybe a little bit easier mm -hmm. not to be forced out of your bubble or not to maybe see as much growth, you know, just because yeah. you are a little bit comfortable with living overseas. It's mm -hmm. not comfortable. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's just not always comfortable. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, like you definitely hit on something there where that you definitely have transitions in any stage of life whether you're traveling or not but traveling is definitely a way that will propel you <laughs> into yeah. learning more and you know being forced to learn more about yourself and about more, more about sorry others around you mm -hmm. yes yeah. definitely mm -hmm. i mean the empathy you know muscles they get stronger <laughs> yeah. because you are having to face what you don't know, mm -hmm. but you need to understand it. And so yeah. it's, you know, like if you're not open to new ideas, new things, then I think traveling would be very hard, mm -hmm. you know, but if you go with an open mind and under like being okay with trying to understand why they do what they do mm -hmm. or why they, you know, how did this happen? How did yeah. this culture build, you know, and stuff like that. And so I think that's one of the good outcomes about travel. You do have more of an empathetic heart and, you know, that muscle is strengthened. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. so true. So much fire because um, I've had to, you know, be able to understand why is it that these things are happening that um, at first, I was uncomfortable with and it's not going to make it better it's not going to make you more comfortable with but having that understanding i think helps you mm -hmm. to navigate you know yeah. some of the areas mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's it also makes you think of your home culture right yeah, like does your you show up and other cultures have an expectation of you mm -hmm. that like, I remember the first time when I moved to Japan and they're like, Oh, Americans are loud and obnoxious. I had never heard that. Never heard that because I've never, you know, I mean, I did a little bit of traveling at the end of college, like, but you know, and I was like, Oh, but not everybody's like that. Right. It's just right. a kind of stereotype. And so you have to, be aware that you can't put that on anybody else either mm -hmm. you know and just take them for who they are mm -hmm. and the bits of culture that they do have but not to stereotype people yeah especially as travelers i think <laughs> we are a rarity uh -huh. you know not yeah. everybody travels and so um just to get to know people for who they are yeah yeah having experienced being stereotyped right you're now more willing to understand that i don't want to do that to anybody else because i felt it and it wasn't nice you know yeah okay so you've lived in asian countries and um, what was your experience living especially in within asian regions mm. it's like asia was not on my radar <laughs> you know like every time i would you know fall into an opportunity or it was handed to me i was like where's that country you know mm -hmm. and so um just learning as i go and i think with asian culture i love the family mm, kind of yeah. focus right they take care of their elderly and yes. it's you know very community-based um like you know takes a village to raise 
the kids and everybody does their part. So I really do like that aspect of it. Yes. Um, and for the most part, I found all of the cultures very nice, you know, and welcoming. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are the parts to culture that, um, especially coming from a culture where we have a ton of cultures, mm -hmm. traveling to a country that it's more just one culture, yeah. right? So um, that's been a little bit interesting sometimes, like mm -hmm. just um, how I experience that mm -hmm. has been challenging at times. But again, it's always learning why that is and also mm -hmm. kind of pushing them as well to see things differently or being more open. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But I really think the community part of things and they're just rich traditions. Yes. You know, like their costumes and um, their festivals and their gatherings, like, are pretty mm -hmm. amazing. Like, just because they are way older than the country I come from, so they are, you know, stronger traditions and stuff. So yeah. that's been fun to see. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Um, especially, I know more about Japan's festival. So I've seen the amount of effort they put into them and it's amazing to see. Yes. I would love wandering the streets and then you just happen upon like a parade and you're like, uh -huh. what? What's happening today? I mean, that's what I loved about Japan is just wandering and you just happen upon a festival or a temple, you know, and just that rich community again mm -hmm. of the parade like they're different groups of people and they're different floats and stuff like that so yeah it's mm -hmm. pretty amazing i haven't seen too many in thailand just because maybe the pandemic okay you know yeah. not getting out as much so i'm looking forward to this next year kind of maybe exploring more of that yeah yeah, definitely yeah. know what you mean yeah the pandemic has caused a lot of things to be on pause or to change drastically so I look forward to yeah. be able to come out of this and explore more because the thing is yeah. that when you move abroad you're looking forward to exploring so it's hard right now when you're not able to do that because of this situation right um, yeah. yeah but I've also have to learn that this is another area of me learning and others learning how to navigate the change and the flexibility yes. and learning what else you can do with within the situation mm -hmm. definitely yeah we've all been stretched <laughs> this year for sure <laughs> so. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i just hope that we do take the learnings that we all have learned mm -hmm. i mean even because through the challenge comes the learning right mm -hmm. and we will come back out on the other side even though some days, some weeks, some months, it hasn't felt like that, mm -hmm. we will come out on the other side. And so I guess holding on to that hope, you know, that it will end and mm -hmm. things will go back to the new normal. Mm -hmm. And that's fine that it's new. Yeah. Perhaps we've yeah. been needing some changes for a while. The good mm -hmm. ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are some of the obstacles that you you know, encountered or may have encountered when you moved abroad? Um, I think language is the biggest one. <laughs> so yeah. um, I feel like each country I go to, I don't spend as much time trying to learn the language. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like when I moved to Japan, I was listening to the, you know, CDs months before I moved. Mm-hmm. When I got to Indonesia, it took me a little bit longer, but I got, you know, some of it, took lessons. And in Thailand, I haven't, I've been intimidated because mm-hmm. um, it's a tonal language. And so, okay. yeah. And I think too, at least for me, when I have all these different languages, right? Studied Spanish in school, and then you have little bits of language, you don't know sometime what's coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, in a di- like especially when you're in a new situation and hearing new languages, it's like, what, what language is that? What should I say? You know, because yeah. I'm not a master, I'm not fluent in it yet, and so. Um, yeah, that's always a goal though, to pick up the language as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like big cities, it is easy to get by because yeah. a lot more people know English or you have Google Translate <laughs> or you just make it work. So yes. I think technology has kind of made it a bit easier. Mm-hmm. It has. Yeah. yeah. But I think mm-hmm. language is a big obstacle and you know, and then just not having your creature comforts that you're used to back home. You know, that can be sometimes a challenge as you settle in, but mm-hmm. nothing you can't figure out. So, yeah, yeah. It's just something that you have to expect will happen, you know, or it may happen, but it's highly likely. So, being prepared for it, being prepared to understand that. You may not understand everything, but using the tools available is, you know, helpful. It's great. And um, what is it like being a life coach? What does that look like, especially with transitioning? Mm, Yeah. So um, I like to focus on people that are creative. So they kind of have more of the creative mindset. And so they're either, you know, moving into a new position or want to express you know themselves through their art more and how to get that out in the world Mm -hmm. um so and we know that mindset is a huge thing and so um just journeying with people you know through Mm -hmm. that and supporting them so that they can feel confident you know and what they're showing and finding the clarity sometimes you know in transition it's like what do i do next should i do this and that and especially Mm -hmm. with so much out in the world today Yes. Um, it can get confusing, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just like working one-on-one, I think it just helps to what do you need? You mm-hmm. know, who are you? What are your gifts? And let's narrow down what your next steps are. What do you want to do? And so that's that's what I like doing. I like to see that transformation happen, mm-hmm. you know, and people showing up with more confidence and clarity and what message what they want to share with the world that's what that looks like and it can be virtual which is great can be face to face which is great too and Mm -hmm. so lots of different opportunities for sure Mm -hmm. yeah I love that and I can see the need for that because as a creative myself I know that my mind will be so many places and I'm trying to figure out okay what do I focus on right now because yeah, one of the best ways to get, you know, results is to actually focus on something instead of being scattered. So I can see the usefulness of your service. Yeah, yeah, because I have a Focus 365 program, which is a year-long program 
uh -huh. to help move that needle forward, you know, yeah. instead of spinning circles and then feeling bad about yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, and like we all have something on our heart that we want to share, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it just takes some support and some, you know, the focus to mm -hmm. get it there. But before that focus, you need that clarity. Right. And so just working through that is, takes, you know, takes some work, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then once you're, once you're going, you're going, which is beautiful. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, this can actually be something that's useful for travelers because as you said, travelers tend to be adventurous, right? And yeah. they may even be in the creative aspect of things. So having something like this to help with transitioning and having clarity will really be useful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, like the transitions, everything's good until it's not yes. you know and then when it's not it's like disruptive mm -hmm. you know it can be scary it can be you know just because of uncertainty and so it's mm -hmm. like just getting that support to work through that and I mean you'll make it through on your own it just depends like do you want to see results quicker or not right. by working with somebody you know just like working with a therapist helps you along and mm -hmm. Or you go to a doctor or you know so it's just kind of like what do you need mm -hmm. to help you through it if you don't want to sit in it that much longer <laughs> right so, yeah that's yeah. one of the benefits mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what you said reminded me of um what does it say i'm trying to remember if you want to go longer you do it on your own if you want to go faster you do it with people i think i'm butchering yes. it but yes that makes perfect sense yeah because uh -huh. i've experienced that too it's like no i can figure this out i got it mm -hmm. you know but anytime i'm in community and get the help i need it's just like oh why didn't i do this sooner <laughs> yes so. Yeah, it's definitely useful. Um, I'll try to find it and link it below. And also, if you guys are finding value from this video, please give us a thumbs up and share. And I'll also be linking Naomi's links below so we can definitely contact with her, get to know her more and see what her services are because they definitely are useful. Do you have a special morning or evening routine? Um, Ish. <laughs> they can always be improved uh -huh. um, so I do like to work out in the mornings um, so and my school starts fairly early so I don't have like a ton of time I don't make a ton of time to do like more than maybe work out and do like a prayer journal and then you know get on my way mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much what I have time for. I don't want to get up at 4.30 in the morning, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, and then evenings, it's either going for a walk to yoga or um, working on my, you know, coaching business, working mm -hmm. on that stuff to move the needle forward, yeah. hanging out with friends. So mm -hmm. it's like evening routine. I guess the most I have is just like journaling and reading. Okay. you know just to wind down the day yeah um, that's kind of what I try to do yeah nice but I know routines are so good when I'm you know when you're on them you're rocking mm -hmm. you can feel a difference than yeah. when you get off of it you know like 
you know, when you are traveling, there's a disruption in your schedule, your routine, right. and you can feel it. And good thing yeah. you're on a beautiful island or beautiful mountains or wherever. But yeah, it's nice to get back to daily routine as well and mm -hmm. see the benefits of that. Yeah. yeah. And even finding your special routine in this new situation, because it probably won't get back to the same routine you had in, you know, back home but you may have to change it up so now it actually is more effective in your new life or a new transition yeah and i look ahead to the routines i do want right when i am fully transitioned into coaching you know because that's part of the vision like how do i want to start my day how do i want to um, spend my time and so i think that's important too if you are building something you know but you're in the trenches now to look ahead and be like yes this is what i am working towards you okay. know and if that's what i'm working towards what can i incorporate now to mm -hmm. keep that ball rolling so i think that's important and you mentioned that you love reading so what book would you recommend that people read that has impacted your life uh the purpose-driven life okay is good seven habits of highly effective people that was mm -hmm old school yeah still so good like I still have it in my head mm -hmm. um, but I find that in this season I like reading fiction mm -hmm. and listening to nonfiction because okay. I like to take notes and stuff and I just have found that I'm like I like to listen better so I thought that's and that's nice now that we have all that technology to listen to the books and stuff so oh yes yeah, but I think those have been the two biggest impactful ones. Great. We'll link them below as well. Um, I have read, well, actually, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I read the teenager version way back. It was written mm -hmm. by his son, but it really yeah. helped me a lot. So it's useful. I'm going to read the one now as an adult, now that I think about it, because I have an adult. Yeah. I have Bob Goff's Dream Big here that's waiting for me, so I'm excited to read that one as well. Okay. His uh, Love Does book is really good. So. Um, more more to think about. Yeah, <laughs> so many books to read. <laughs> yeah, but um, I find that reading is useful and it's something that I've taken up again as a habit because I realized that I was watching so many videos and uh, the reading, it helps you to, I don't know, it does something which is different from what shows can do. I don't right. know. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're more in it. Right. Yeah. It's good. What have you been reading lately? Uh, I have been reading um, the, the Compound Effect. Oh, is that yeah. one good? Yeah, it's really good. It's been so good so okay. far. And it's been... Um, highlighting to me how the small things that you do continuously can really build up basically like the compound effect um, yeah. yeah so that's why I, I mentioned that's why we were talking about the focus because it's like I realized okay having the focus on something that's important instead of being all over the place <laughs> is helpful yeah yeah it, it's and with that compound effect because that's really been on my heart lately too it's like stop spreading yourself thin focus yeah and you're gonna see the traction you're gonna see the progress and you know it's that consistency showing up making mm -hmm. those investments yeah you know and not giving up after a week 
you know, when you don't see what you want to see, well, you're not going to see it then. It does take time. And so I think that's been one of my biggest lessons because, you know, we're shown a lot. Oh, it's so quick and easy. <laughs> or that was, that's what we're sold. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a build. If you are building something that's lasting and meaningful, you know, and something of impact, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take the, you know, blood, sweat and tears to get it done. And I think if we're sold the constant message of it's a quick and easy win, mm-hmm. it's not, I haven't experienced that, you know, that's, it happens, but it's very rare, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think the message needs to be consistency, do the little things, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, stay focused and you will see it come to fruition. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about that because I used to be caught up into the whole quick fix and microwave, but mm-hmm. I've learned and maybe the hard way too that it doesn't work and I need to be more consistent in my effort. Yeah, yeah, I think we all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what gives you your drive to continue to pursue excellence in your field? Um, I think just knowing my why, my mission, like Mm -hmm. my assignment, I mean, that gets you through when you want to give up or you don't see the progress that you were hoping. And so always coming back to that and, and you're, you have your why, but it Mm -hmm. might look, it's not it doesn't have to look one way, right? It can be expressed in different ways. And so, um, you know, we might think we want it to look like this, but I think as you, you know, journey on, it may change a little bit and right, being flexible, being open to what that might be, um, I think is important. So I think for me, what I, you know, strive for is just making sure I know my why, my mission, the impact I want to make, showing up for that, and releasing the outcome, right? If I'm doing what I've been asked to do, like I'm a believer, so I think, you know, you show up and do that, mm-hmm. and that'll take care of the rest, and yeah. all he wants us to do is be faithful, and so it makes it easier, right? When you can yes. release that, <laughs> it takes a lot of pressure off. And so, um, but just, yeah, wanting like me, lifelong learner, you mm-hmm. know? So also like, you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be changing and step into it. It's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I think just giving giving it time and, you know, doing your best every day is where I try to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get you. And I totally relate, um, as a believer as well with having the comfort from knowing that, okay, I'm doing my part, (laughs) you know, and God will do the rest because I can't take care of what he has to take care of. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. 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 And yep. Just stay in what he's asked you to do today. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. Are there any role models you look up to that have made a significant impact on your life with the way they have moved to achieve their dreams? Yeah. Um, I don't have anybody specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this weird thing with famous, you know, like bowing down to other people. So what inspires me is 
um, just seeing people step into what they're called to do, right? And taking those brave steps. So I see people that inspire me every day. And, you know, and on internet, you get more of that. And it's like, wow, they took a brave step. Way to go, you know? And so that gets me inspired up. And so I think, you know, there's people that have come, you know, have journeyed ahead of me. And so I take part of their story and, um, try to see what lessons I can learn from that. Um, One of my favorite podcasts is How I Built This by Guy Raz. And so it's just like stories of entrepreneurship and building and the struggle. I mean, it's not telling the end story. It's going back and telling you the nitty gritty, the not fun parts of how they got there. And so I find that so inspiring that they didn't give up, that they believed and they kept working towards it. Um, And most of those stories are years in the making. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what inspires me is just hearing other people's stories and not one person. Oh, I like that. Um, I really like that. So it's not just maybe one or maybe you, you take your inspiration from what other people are doing because we're all like trying to gain something. So you can take your inspiration from many people around you. Yeah. And that's what I think so much, I mean, part of that mindset work of, you know, working with clients, it's, we think we don't have impact until we have a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of whatever status. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. It's so not true. You can have 50 followers and you're still making an impact on their life if you're Mm -hmm. showing up, you know? And so um yeah so that's kind of where i reel away from the celebrity culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that i just don't think it's helpful mm-hmm. um and yeah like i'm thankful for the learnings like i still you know learn from big name people and learn what i can from them but to be like ah, oh, i gotta do everything like they do or you know because our paths are so different yeah just like like if we believe we're all unique each path is unique, each way we do things is unique. And so owning, owning that is where it's at. So, mm-hmm. you know, and not just, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody else's story and trying to make it yours, it won't work. Yeah, I love that. It's your own story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think we waste too much time trying to live into somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why (laughs) wow yeah it really doesn't make sense if we actually think that we're unique then it will be different for everybody because we all have our own superpowers we all have our own gifts and when we're living into that fully i mean it's just magic it's like Mm -hmm. it happens and you know so yeah i love (laughs) it so much fire All right. So just to land the plane on this, um, if you could describe long-term travel in one word, what would it be? Uncomfortable. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that at all. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think about this a lot lately because, so when you see pictures on Instagram, you see the final destination where they've made it to the island by the pool with their drink. <laughs> what you don't see 
yeah. is sitting on a hot bus, getting on a little boat, rough seas, feeling sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see that backstory. And so, but uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad. It just yeah. means it's, you know, uncomfortable and you have to be uncomfortable to get to the beauty. And so, um, that's kind of what I've noticed lately. And maybe that's part of my age too. I'm just like, Ooh, this isn't as fun as it used to be. Like, you know, sitting <laughs> uh-huh. on a train or, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's fun for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. side of travel that's not always shown. So. Right. Oh man. It reminded me. Okay. So Google, you know how Google will show you reminder photos, right? Of mm-hmm. the past. And they showed me a picture I took of me when I was on the plane. I looked horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I was on that plane for 10 hours and I was sick of it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I don't know why I took the picture, but I'm glad I did. But it shows that it's not all glamorous. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely the backside of every story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So when I... Yeah, that question, I was like, that's the first thing that came to mind is uncomfortable. Yeah. Wow. And thank you for being honest with that, because I'm glad you said that. I've been thinking about it lately that we do see a lot of the beauty side, but people need to be prepared for what may, you know, may happen, which may not be beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but you need both. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> too many times we're only shown the good and it's like show me the dirty part like how do they do this how do they show up every day how do they do it and yeah that's that's I think what we want to know sometimes yes yeah so true thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right Naomi so how may we connect with you um I like to hang out on Instagram okay. and that's a creative purpose so a uh, creative purpose. And then that's also where you can find me on Facebook. And then um, that's my website as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. As you see, right, with Naomi, it's really genuine, but it's also to help you. So definitely go and connect with her so that you can get more of the gems that she's dropped today, more of, because right t- today it was a short interview but there is more that you can gain. So definitely connect with her. Thank you. Yeah. And if you're in Bangkok, come say hi. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah, it really was. And thank you again for giving off your time, for dropping so much wisdom and knowledge. It's helped me and I look forward to the people that it will help as well. So please let me know, let us know in the comments what really stood out to you. I hope you enjoyed and go and have a great day. I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye.